everyone. Welcome to 3PK's podcast. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. How's so, it going? Yeah, I so I, I have um my brothers and another another there, voice. There's a fourth you voice. You may heard a voice yes. that you didn't recognize. Yes. <laughs> 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 so we have our friend Jake on the phone Hi. with us. It's a, it's a blessing to be with you, and uh, you know it's it's just a very 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 uh, special moment for me because I love you guys, and you know it's just it's just I'm very ecstatic to be here. So yeah, well, well we're cool. glad to have you here too. Yes, yeah. you're mm, yeah. you're our first non biological <laughs> family member <laughs> guest we've had on the podcast so yeah now i was gonna introduce you but you kind of ruined it at how you introduced yourself because i was gonna say oh. you know <laughs> i was gonna say jake used to go to our church but you know back a couple podcasts ago when we talked about how it was hard to deal with people leaving the church he was the one we were talking about but <laughs> but that's not true he wasn't no. one of the ones we were talking about jake did oh, actually go to our church yeah. but he didn't leave because he was mad at us. I don't no. think. No, but. I would never <laughs> be mad at you. <laughs> no, he well, he he felt uh, led to to move closer to family, and yes, it was a good yes. thing. Even though we we miss them, we try to yeah. get him to move back down to Florida. Maybe every once in a while. <laughs> maybe someday. I at least come down for mom, a visit. I think your mom is a very uh, intricate uh, of doing that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she's yeah. very convincing. So mm-hmm. yeah, she is. <laughs> yes. How yeah. it, now? You're further north than we are. Is it already cold up there? Or? It's getting there. We're uh, early stages of fall, so snow will not be too much longer. So yeah, we're we're starting to get everything winterized, and uh, you know, I already bought a new jacket, so I'm ready for winter. There you go. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I'm <laughs> I ready. Gonna, I was going to say, I'm ready for winter, but yeah, <laughs> for winter is uh, less exciting than yours. Yeah. I, yeah. Say, I just got That's a new one hoodie. one thing so. I, I, I miss about mm-hmm. uh, Florida is, you know, I didn't have to buy a heavy old coat to <laughs> lug around. But, yeah, yeah. Um, w- during the winter times, it can get to below freezing to... A high of thirty five, and that's all you get <laughs> for yeah. like months, right? Yeah, we just yep. say it sounds we... fun for like a week. <laughs> yeah, it's if, for a day up here, <laughs> yeah. and then you're ready to like, all right, when's summer coming back? So yeah, you know. We just had our first taste of Florida winter a couple of days ago. It got down to sixty eight. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, I got I got goosebumps thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, it felt good though because it's been very ferociously hot the past yeah, like, yeah all yeah. summer. So yeah. it was like nineties. Yeah. So it was a nice nice change. <laughs> yeah, I I believe that. Yeah. Well, that's funny how you kind of get used to the lack of drastic seasons. Yeah. So you notice mm. the subtle changes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember when I came back up down south to visit you guys, and uh, it was just about pre-winter weather up here. And believe it or not, I think before I came down, we were about, we were expected in a snowstorm. So, you know, I uh, 
I had my 30-degree blood <laughs> ready to kick in, and I go down there, and I'm like, oh, this is nice, ah, oh, <laughs> warm weather. Then I came back up here, and I'm like, why did I come back up here? <laughs> what is this white stuff? <laughs> we have that effect on people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we uh, we have Jake on with us today to talk about music, mm. which makes sense because actually when, uh, Jake, when you were at our church, you did play with us uh, in our praise and worship band. So yes. you played bass, yeah. so music's a big, big part of your life. And so. I miss that, and yeah, uh, music is the way that speaks to the soul, and I can't enough so you wanna you wanna kind of fill our audience in and what exactly with music you were wanting to talk about yes I do <laughs> so growing up you know in a Christian home uh, music has always been a part of my life and uh, I'm pretty sure that everybody can say that Music has some type of inspiration to somebody to some certain circumstance. And uh, my thoughts and my my feelings are that, you know, bands that I've grown up to that have really brought me to a center of thought is bands today that I grew up on to are starting to explore the sexual realm of language. Mm -hmm. And, uh, for example, I won't say any names of certain bands because, you know, God forbid, they block us or something, but <laughs> there was a band that I grew up listening to. They were the first Christian band that I that I really, really dug into. Now, you know, I my father, he used to listen to Petra and Carmen, you know, the pre-90s era of music. Mm-hmm. But growing I still up, to some of those I needed something <laughs> harder. I needed something a little bit harder, you know? Mm-hmm. And one of my first bands that I ever dug into was a band that played... Uh, the best way to explain it would be Christian punk rock. Mm-hmm. And when I first heard their their music... A friend of mine at church, he's like, "Man, you gotta check this band out." I said, "Really?" He said, "Yeah, this man's gonna this band's gonna blow your mind away." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, I'm all for it. <laughs> Let the record rip." And the first three chords, I was like, "Oh man, this band is gonna blow my socks off," <laughs> and they did. And I remember the first record I ever bought with them was probably, oh, oh boy, uh, 2002. 
it's just when I started high school, and uh, they had a, a, an album out, and it, it finally made mainstream uh, music success. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I followed them. I I practically, you know, as a musician myself, I. I looked up to them. I, I I learned how to play their songs, and uh, I re- I remember seeing them a couple times up here in the good old Philadelphia area, and uh, I was like, man, these guys are great. So when I started listening to them, I went I dug deeper, you know, because you get one thing, if, you know, you you gotta be able to branch out your tree limbs mm-hmm. to find out what else is out there. There's got to be something better out there. And several bands, uh, Five Iron Frenzy. I'll, I'll say that because they're one of the bands I could remember buying their CD, singing their songs, and most of their songs were just high-class worship songs. Mm-hmm. And get the wheel rolling you know it's October 2020 mm-hmm. and I saw a post on, on the old good old Facebook <laughs> it's like Five Iron Frenzy man I haven't heard them for a long time so let me check on this I started listening to their words sure enough curse words all through the song and I was like, what has happened to our generation? What has happened to our our musical inspiration? And it's just it's such an earthquaking moment because mm-hmm. you look mm-hmm. up to these bands, you you, you worship, you know, God through these bands and now they're being provocative and just not being true to themselves and with that i uh i went living up here in north uh a good friend of mine he was a youth pastor and uh he was a musician he went to school for musician and uh pastoral degree and uh i found out he became an atheist and mm-hmm. in the back of my head, I was like, why? Why would you fall so short of something so great that would make you turn away and put shells over your eyes against Jesus? Yeah. yeah. And uh, it uh, it's just such a troubling, troubling subject to me. And I just wish I could grasp it and be able to you know, put my own hands in it and fix it, but I can't because the way this generation is now, music has fallen short and music has become more of a business anymore and music has just not been so great for the Christian community and and that's something that always always has troubled me Mm. and Mm -hmm. i just wish you know uh, not more wish but i just pray that 
God convicts their hearts and be able to confront them and 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 change their ways of thought and process. And that mm-hmm. that's that that I I believe that's a good introduction of how <laughs> I feel about music. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. not not only just music but Christian music and just bands that I would I was or you guys were raised up on and mm-hmm. how much has it really changed that yeah. they yeah. can feel that they can use provocative words in their music just to be able to connect with an audience. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think that concept goes along with why we started our podcast because it's, it's kind of comparable, I think to, um, you know, hearing stories of, um, pastors, kids that, you know, walk away from the church, walk away from their faith and Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. feeling, um, really heartbroken for them of, of what was it that led you there and what can we do to encourage you not to do that, you know, to encourage you to, to follow Mm. after Jesus. And so I think Mm. there's similarities to that with Christian music where, you know, I don't know. I, I have this belief because the Bible talks about Satan before he was kicked out of heaven being involved in music. And I think that the devil really tries to attack, um, believers especially ones that are involved in music because it's something that he was connected to and i think that mm. you know yeah. he doesn't like yeah. that yeah. and um and uh christian artists they are ministers just the same way or not the same way exactly but i would say comparable to uh a pastor or teacher they're they're ministering the gospel just through music so of course the devil's going to come and attack them right you know yeah i think there's like two main things that christian music can either do it's either it's either to worship god or it's to minister to the heart of the the believer to encourage and edify the believer and I think those are two things that the devil doesn't like. So that's one he'll, you know, like you said, there's the type of people that he's going to want to attack because this is someone who's bringing glory and honor to God, which the devil hates, which is why he's the devil in the first place. And then, you know, and then edifying the believer, helping them to, to keep the faith and put their eyes toward Jesus. And actually the other thing, I mean, it also, uh, some of the songs, you know, they're very uh, evangelistic, you know, whether it's the 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 song itself or if it's like you know when they go to the concert and everything that you know it's to to preach the gospel and that's something that he really doesn't like so you know he will try oh, to get yeah, away of those things yeah i know yeah. um petra was one where they like mm-hmm. their concert wasn't just a concert like it was a ministry opportunity to oh yeah i remember going to my first petra concert oh gosh I remember my age now, but <laughs> I remember seeing Petra in, in uh, Pennsylvania, and it wasn't—it wasn't just a concert. It was more of an evangelistic event because people were getting saved, and people were being richly blessed spiritually. It was—it was something beyond I, anything I could comprehend, you know. And uh, their their music, you know, 
it, it kept up with the times. I, I remember uh, buying a record from them. Uh, it was called Jekyll and Hyde. It wasn't. Mm. It wasn't real, real, real. You know, spiritual music to say, but it was more relevant and more comprehensive. And the lyrics got to the point, but you could understand their message, and that was something deep. Mm -hmm. uh, it, that record, to put into your perspective, it was more of like an 80s hair metal record, and that that was their time. You know, mm -hmm. when mm -hmm. when bands were coming out during the 80s, they were during the 80s, and they were doing their thing, and you know what they were doing was amazing. You know they were keeping up with other bands and 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 whatnot, and it was just it, it was a beautiful thing. And, and uh, I I'm not sure if they're still making music or whatever is going on, but I I I hope they do because their their messages are so clear and so different. Yeah, mm -hmm. and they were, you know, yeah. kind of pioneers in that sense. Oh, yeah, um, yeah I mean, uh -huh. Patrick, Carmen, mm -hmm. um, the list is so long yeah. that, you know, they they were the pioneers of Christian, you know, I put my, my fingers up with the bunny ears, Christian <laughs> rock, you know, people yeah. were like, what is this, you know? Yeah. It wasn't so. cheesy stuff either, it was like legit, legit, legit rock. rock, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, and it, 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 yep. for a long time too there were some, you know, denominations that had the feeling that if you had drums or you had electric guitar that that was um ungodly music and huh. so they you know yeah. they had that idea that it wasn't about the message of the music but the actual instruments involved. Which is kind and, of amazing yep. considering now how how yeah. more accepted they are in in a lot of churches. Mm -hmm. I remember I remember going to my first Baptist church up in the Poconos and uh they didn't play drums, they didn't play guitar, they didn't play nothing but just straight up pipe organ. And that's mm -hmm. all they did. I mean, I will never knock that, you know. Organ music is beautiful music. But it was just like uh it feels so dry, so <laughs> it feels so so narrow. Mm -hmm. But you know, I do appreciate that music. I do because yeah. you know, if it wasn't for them and 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 any other uh, denominations, you know, music would be so stale. It would be so boring. You know, mm -hmm. and especially in this day and age, you have to have uh, a variety of things that you feel good to yourself you know and, and 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 ways to bring out you know worship worship is what god wants worship is something that he can feel from you and it's just such a powerful powerful way to praise god mm -hmm. you know absolutely i just i always strongly believe that yeah and i think you know, when some of these bands that, you know, maybe have 
gone astray, you know, I always wonder if maybe they were having a really big impact and, Mm. you know, then things came against him. Cause I think of, you know, like skillet, they, Mm. um, and that's not really my style of music, but I really appreciate them as a band because they reach people that would never come to a Christian concert per se, but because of their music, they're willing Mm -hmm. to go there. And there are some bands who they're bands that have Christians in them. They're not really Christian bands, but you know, the skillet, they really believe in ministering the gospel to people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for right. Because, I actually wasn't too much of a fan of Skillet for a while. And I think it was Winter Jam that we saw them. And, yeah. and hearing just hearing John Cooper talk, you could tell he really cared about preaching the gospel, very cared about telling people about Jesus. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, that maybe isn't always my style. I mean, there's a few songs here or there that I kind of actually like my, you know, feel of rock has kind of expanded um, over the past several years. But I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, so now, but even like, even if that isn't my style of music, you know, I'm like, I can agree with your, you know, your heart on that. Right, yeah, that yeah. that's definitely deep, and I, I admire that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I, there's so many bands that I know growing up that you know were sold out for Jesus, mm-hmm. and you know they 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 played Christian music and whatnot, and now you listen to their newest records, and it's like. I can't even get into this because it's so, it's so modernized. It's so, so explicit. Mm-hmm. You're like, mm-hmm. well, what happened? What, you know, yeah. and, and and what, you know, with what you said, you know, a lot of the people in bands who are Christian have brought out that part in a band, and then, you know, things happen between musicians and band members and they actually do have this bickering and that changes things and you know not even only that you know you have you have these managers and and, and record deals and say well we need you to produce this and mm-hmm. we need you to produce that right and they, they they do it they do it and they just they go for it because, you know, one of the biggest bands that I admire to this day is Switchfoot. I love Switchfoot. I, I remember listening my early teenage years and they make, they make such great songs and they don't twist their words to make things sound good for the producer or the executive record company but they they literally make things relevant but not too relevant it it all comes together but there are still songs that they write that glorify God and that is just amazing especially at their realm of success. I, I've seen Switchfoot so many times, so many times. And every every concert I ever go to them, I am, I'm just blown away. And, you know, there is, they kind of water it down, but you still get the grasp of what they're trying to do. And they still 
have a message of hope. And what they're probably trying to do is get that part of hope to lead to another development of, okay, so what's this hope and what is the extra step to take there? And they do it so beautifully. I love it. Switchfoot is always going to be one of my favorite all-time bands. That and uh, there's another band out there. Uh, They're more onto the secular realm of Christian music, but they still have a, a, a mindset of, you know, there's people out there to reach, and these people have a mindset that are opposite of Christian mindset, but we're going to still be able to grasp them, and that's Anberlin. They they make some great songs, and the lyrics are very deep, but when you start to really look into what they're singing and what they're saying, you're like, oh, I see that. But mindful, mindful, you know, all of us together, we all have, you know, God on our minds and our hearts. So that opens things that other people can't see. Say if I was listening to a song and they're singing about, you know, I don't know, I want to take a topic off the top of my head, Adam and Eve. You know, they'll reword it, but, you know, we know the truth. So we're going to listen to this song. One person's like, man, that sounds great. I want to go to that place. And I said, okay, open your book to Genesis. And they would look at you funny because what are you talking about, (laughs) Genesis? What is Genesis? It's in the Bible. And they'll look at you again. It's like, what's this song got to do with Genesis? Here, sit down right here. I'm going to open the book, and I'm going to read it with you. This, that happened, this happened. He's singing it, but in a different tone. And, you know, it's very deepful to have God in your heart to be able to open your mind and be able to open your, 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 your train of thought of how this world is and how everything else revolves. It's kind of like he's, he's your, your, your guide to the labyrinth of everything that's going on around you. And uh, it's an amazing thing. And sometimes, you know, bands out there, they have a good meaning of doing that. But sometimes those things get lost because, you know, people who live in a secular life uh, didn't grow up in church, didn't have, you know, different things that were able to be accessible to them. They get lost. And when they hear something, they'll think of it as that way. But, you know, having our mindset open and, and relevant to God's wisdom and God's knowledge speaks truth. And it's very important to be able to have that in your life, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. listen to music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and something speaking to what you were talking about before is like, you know, a lot of bands, it seemed like they were you know, earlier that they were 
um, more preaching the gospel more than they are now more hardcore words. I, I think coming up to the you know the turn of the century the two in 2000 you know people were all a lot of people were scared about y2k and you know mm. the, the plan is going to blow up and everything I, I think a lot of people uh christian bands they saw jesus's return being very soon and their focus was on his return and i think of um one of my favorite scriptures to to think about is first john uh three um Starting, it's uh, two and three. It's beloved. Now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when He shall appear, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. And it says in verse three, and every man that hath this hope in Him purifies himself, even as He is pure. So having that hope in the fact that when we when we don't know what it's going to be like when we see Jesus when He returns, but we know that when we see Him, we're going to be like Him. And it says when we have that hope in him, it purifies us just as he is pure. And I think during that, that time, the 80s and 90s, I think they had, and this is good for all of us to keep in mind, not just yeah. you know for those bands, but I think they had their eyes on his return. And when they didn't see it, when they thought it was going to happen right around that, that year 2000, they kind of said, oh, I guess maybe it's not happening. It's not that it's happening any less soon. It's actually closer than it was back then, you know, because mm-hmm. he's still coming mm-hmm. at the same time yeah. he was going to come back then. And so I think for bands now, and even if you're not in a band, you know, all of us here, it's important to keep our eyes and say, hey, Jesus is coming back. It's coming. He's coming soon. We don't know when he is. I know when we look around, we see a lot of signs of times. You know, he talks about earthquakes and fires being, you know, signs of it. And just all, all the stuff we see around us being signs of his t- return being soon. And I think it's just kind of, you know, interesting if you keep your eyes on Jesus. And I think that a lot of them... I think some of them have gotten to the point where they got their eyes off of he's coming. And it's important to, to, cause I think with preaching the gospel, they said, Hey, Jesus is coming. That's going to change everything for everyone. We want to make sure that they don't miss out. And I think for a lot of people, when it didn't come when they thought it was going to happen, all of a sudden they kind of got away from like, well, maybe it's not important. Maybe it's not happening. Maybe it's not happening soon. And they, they, they kind of lost that hope that was purifying them. Yeah. 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 Well, and, Matthew uh, 24, verse 12, it talks about, and, and Jesus was talking about end times and says, you know, the love of many will grow cold. And I think that mm. that unfortunately has happened in s- some Christian bands. And I mean, there there are still bands that have been around. I mean, the Newsboys, mm. they've got different yeah. members now, but they've been around since, you know, the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. And they're yeah. still yeah. putting out good music they Mm -hmm. love jesus i mean you know i got to go on a mission trip with them and build houses you know i mean they they live what they they uh sing about you know supposed to go this year but covid got in the way of that but next year i'm all set to go next year so i'm looking forward to that (laughs) yes but um you know i think there have been some bands where you've seen that happen and you've seen to some of the the fame you know, has kind of, you know, distracted them. Um, I remember one of the band members from uh, Ren Collective was talking about how we have this Christian celebrity culture that we've we do we've we crea- do. we've yeah. created. Yeah. He said, yeah. you know, he said something you can do to help fight that is next time you see you know a Christian artist, don't ask them for a picture with them. You know, they say if you yeah. want to come up and say, hey really appreciate your music you know that's great but mm-hmm. don't treat them like a celebrity treat them just like you know a brother person, or sister yeah. in christ mm-hmm. and yeah, um, yeah. 
And so those things kind of can lead, you know, people astray. And, you know, we see this is happening not just with um, Christian bands, but also just in the church in general where there's this idea of um, wanting to be inclusive. Mm -hmm. And so in doing that, people have kind of pulled down their standards of what is okay and not they don't want to stand up for righteousness mm, right and in, um, in an effort to reach out to them be relevant to them they've you know hidden what they actually right. may believe or they you know let go of something to try to pull someone in and it's it's fine to want to reach out to those people and try to to reach them that way like 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 you were saying well, there's different types of music the rock or or whatever you know your your preferred style is and and that will reach out to you but it's important not to lose sight of the true meat of the word of god and, yeah you know in right. that in that effort you know yeah absolutely and i think it's just a reminder and we kind of talked about in our last podcast the importance of prayer but mm-hmm. you know just praying for praying for ourselves not to get caught off guard because that could yeah. easily happen to any of us where because the devil is out there trying the bible talks about he's going around like a, a lion seeking whom he made a roaring yeah. lion you know yeah. seeking yeah. whom he may devour and and uh, just to make sure we stay prayed up ourselves but also take yeah. time to pray for those in the ministry of music and yeah. and right. especially those mm-hmm. in the you know, le- less, um, well, not less, but like, you know, there's certain styles of music that are not necessarily played on the mainstream Christian radios. They're kind right. of, you know, like the punk mm-hmm. rocks and, and heavy metals. Yeah, the, yeah. You know, right. those are kind of, you know, they're kind of the pioneers now, so to speak. Re- you know, that's a, a genre of music that isn't as well um, infiltrated with Christians. Right. I mean, there, yeah. there is, um, I forget there's, what's that, that group, that rock, it's a, it's like a heavy metal rock, um, group. They do kind of like winter jam, but they, it's rock. Oh, city yeah. rock fest. City, city rock fest. I don't know city if you've ever fest. come yeah. to your area yeah. before, but, um, they, they have, you know, heavy metal. Yeah. Screamo. <laughs> <laughs> um, not my style, but. But it's yeah. okay. But you it's know, p- but listen, they, it's you got powerful a bad day music. at work. Sometimes you need a little <laughs> extra energy. <laughs> yeah. But um, f- you know, for a long time that that was a, you know those were genres of music that didn't have a lot of Christians putting music out, and um, right. Yeah. And yeah. now you know there's more and more, but I imagine because the secular side of those genres a lot of times they're either super depressing or there's (laughs) you know there's you know almost like a a demonic spirit attached to it from the secular side so i imagine Mm -hmm. when you've got believers coming in saying hey we're gonna actually use the the beats and the and the style of music but actually Put the word of Put God. Put the word of God. I mean, there was one song that I listened to that was it was a screamo song, but it it told clearly. It wasn't even you know cryptic. It was clearly the message of the crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus. And I was like, this yeah. is a great song. It's <laughs> not my style, hurting my but ears, <laughs> but it's a great song. It's amazing. So and for someone who yeah. likes screamo, yeah. there's that you know for them to yeah. to still find Jesus 
through the music that yeah and mm-hmm. you just can imagine that if that's something where there's kind of been a, a stronghold from the bad side the devil doesn't want to give that up easy so he's going to yeah. be attacking yeah. those people even yep. more so than yep. the person just doing your general yep. you know mm-hmm. you know easygoing christian music that everybody wants to listen to yeah you know yeah. he's going to go after the ones that are really reaching people that are unsaved and so it's just so important that as you find these bands you know just to take time to pray for them you know absolutely absolutely yeah. you know you were talking about um what you're talking about kind of remind me of a scripture uh this is in john 15 verse 20 it says remember the word that i said to you a servant is not greater than his master if they persecuted me they will also persecute you if they kept my word, they'll keep yours also. And, you know, the Jesus wasn't always a well-liked person, mm-hmm. you know. So um, so there's a lot of people who I think try to include, you know, mm-hmm. more people and try not to offend people. But at the end of the day, Jesus cared enough about people to, to get the message across without worrying Oh, am I going to offend this person or am I going to offend that person? Mm-hmm. Like he, he came with a purpose to, to tell, well, I, actually he had his disciples tell about him, but yeah, but he came right. with a purpose. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think the other thing too is Jesus was always relevant, but his message never changed to become relevant. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think sometimes too, with these bands in an effort to, be relevant they they maybe try to add in some language here and there so that you know they're like oh Mm -hmm. well this you know the young people today will connect with this but actually what they don't realize i think is that people are actually wanting something different than what they're in you know if you if you manipulate the gospel to be comfortable enough for what they're already in there's no motivation to change and and grasp it you know you actually need that stark difference of this is darkness this is light and i think people have you know misunderstood that actually people want light they need that clear difference there are people that don't but who don't know who don't want light. Who don't want light. You right. know, but... Right, right. But people need to see that that difference. That, okay, yeah, this is... This is, you know, the Christian music. You know, this is a Christian message here. Mm-hmm. That's different than anything I've ever heard. What is that? Versus, oh, yeah, this is comfortable. You know, it's maybe a like, slightly nicer song or you mm-hmm. know whatever they they need that difference and i think it's right. important in our own lives to go okay i don't need to change the message of christ to make it relevant it is already relevant you know right, i yeah. can't make yep. it any more relevant <laughs> mm-hmm. you know god so loved the world that's everybody and that he loved the world 2000 years ago <laughs> he loves the world now you know and we got to make sure we don't get caught off on on that, you know, oh, I gotta be, you know, I gotta connect with them, you know, God will, right. God will show you the words to say without mm-hmm. watering it down. There was a scripture that um, you remind me of, and I can't think of the reference offhand, but where it talked about um, lifting up Jesus and he will draw all men mm. to him. 
Yeah. When you yeah. lift up Jesus, you don't necessarily have to worry about connecting with people. God will draw those who he wants to draw. Yeah. Absolutely. It, yeah, because, again, you would be, you'd be surprised how many people actually are, you know, especially with the way this year has been, you know, how much people are wanting to, um, you know, to actually find that, that light and, you know, see that light in the darkness when things are looking pretty crazy, pretty, you know, unusual, uncertain is a term that, you know, you see a lot now. It's like, you'd be surprised how much more even than normal and even when they aren't so obviously crazy, but um, how much they're looking for that, that light. And when you just preach the true gospel, that's, that's the light that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all we can do is hope and pray that, you know, yeah. They all kind of find some conviction in their hearts to be the people that they should be and not yeah. the people that they ought to be. Mm-hmm. And I've I've felt that for a very long time. A very long time. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely pray pray for them, you know, because it is, you know, because as we've kind of, you know, said, but I mentioned it's very hard you know, thing to make sure that you don't fall into all the traps that are out there for, you know, mm-hmm. you Absolutely. to fall into that fame, that love for money and whatever else is out there, you know, to pray yeah. for them. Cause people think, you know, it, people think more to pray for the pastor and it's very important that you, that you do and to pray for these different people, but, but it's not any less of a ministry as we, we've already you know mentioned, but it's, it's no less of a, of a ministry to be out there singing, mm-hmm. singing, you know, so they, they don't work in a church but they work out, you know, outside of the the church building, and that's just as important. And sometimes, in some ways, more depending on the situation, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just yeah. as much a ministry. It's important to to pray for them. They need our prayers as much as as your as your pastor does, as your praise and worship team does, and all those people. Yeah, well, absolutely. I remember, I remember um, Mylon Lefevre, also a pioneer mm. in Christian rock. Um, yes. And uh, what was? What was his band's mm. name? Uh, Broken, Broken Hearts. Broken Hearts. Okay. Yeah. and the Broken Hearts. Yeah. Mm. Yes. And um, you know, he actually had been in secular music beforehand and been in the drug scene, and yeah. so he knew, oh, wow. you know, uh, what it was like to be in darkness. And so, you know, his music has always, you know, been. Uh, now he's, I believe, a. I don't know if he's a pastor or at least a minister. I know he has a ministry. Um, yeah, I think he I does more quite. teaching than music um, yeah. these days. But um, when he first got saved and began to do Christian music, there were actually a lot of, um, you know, well-known evangelists that rejected him. You know, but he, you know, he never judged them. And and actually, they, some of the ones that, you know, stood against him ended up being caught up in something uh, scandalous yeah. later, which is yeah. sad, but um, he never uh, got mad at them for that, you know. But he did just bring up the point. He said, "Look, you know, we are reaching people, you know, teenagers that would never set foot, you know, in a church, mm-hmm, and um, mm-hmm. and that's he said that's our ministry. So you know, I kind of look at what we're doing as we're missionaries, you know, mm-hmm. that that's our mission field is yeah is is you know the music industry and uh and so and that's really cool you know i mean i'm kind of going off topic a little bit or going down a bunny 
rabbit trail, but rabbit trail. it's cool <laughs> how, you know, God has different um, formats to reach people. You know, yeah. music oh, yeah. is a huge, yeah. huge one. I mean, I know that's kind of how our mom uh, became a believer was the draw of she was, you know, going to hear some music. Um, mm-hmm. It really turned out to be a, a, a Church service, church, service, church uh, service, but, yeah. <laughs> but had a really, invited said, had "Hey, a really come listen to team. music." And then, by the way, but she got saved that night. You yeah. know, I mean, some music is a is a big thing. But I mean, there's things now. You know, there's people. You know that they're making movies and yeah, um, you that's know, a big just one all too. Different things that that God uses to reach people, and it's really really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Well, mm. it's been good to talk to you, Jake. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And uh, after this whole COVID nonsense gets over with, uh, I'm I'm getting ready to plan a trip to come see you guys. And yes. Maybe awesome. we can get together and have a little pop day and <laughs> celebrate. You know? Yes. That'd be yeah. fun. Absolutely. That'd be awesome. For sure. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Remember, it's would, on it's on recording now, so we're gonna we're gonna have to hold it to right. you. We'll have we'll, we'll have evidence. We'll say you said you're planning a trip. So episode thirty seven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I will be down there. Yeah. Okay. Right. I would say I I would say oh you could get in some good surfing, but we don't really have good surfing over here. But nah, we just had <laughs> a storm a up here. There. <laughs> we just had a storm up here, and we had eight foot waves. Oh, and I'm like, wow. oh wow! Wow! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get out there. <laughs> yeah, the you know. yeah, where you are. Yeah, the water's is... getting cold now too. It's getting about thirty degrees. Oh, oh, yeah, that, that's, that's cold. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit. Yeah, that made Makes my body hurt morning, to you think know? about that. <laughs> yeah, one yeah. time when I was younger, we went up north around that area, and we went to a beach, and I don't know, I think it may have been September or October. No. No. Uh, when, for when Christmas. Was that? was that for Christmas? Christmas? No. December? No. <laughs> 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 no, I remember. It, was, it wasn't for Christmas. It was actually for a funeral. Oh. So I think oh, it was either wow. April or May. <laughs> okay, so it was <laughs> that's April a conscience. Okay, what never is mind. <laughs> anyway, I just remember, uh, for whatever reason, the water was still cold, and I don't, yeah. I don't know. Well, it yeah. stays cold up there. Okay, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like it April was, or May. It was really cold, and I, I, I was freezing <laughs> after being in the water. <laughs> yeah, I remember one year. I was just starting to get into surfing, and a buddy of mine was like, man, tomorrow's Christmas. What are you doing? I said, open your presents? And he's <laughs> like, no, 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 no. <laughs> You're getting your board, and we're going surfing. I was like, all right, yeah. And you know, sure enough, I got myself all ready. I got my, my 5'4 wetsuit on, my gloves, <laughs> my booties, my, hood, my hoodie. And we go out there, and that first rush of water that went through my wetsuit uh, I'm pretty sure I died in <laughs> it was so cold oh, man. But, you know the more you start moving around in your wetsuit and everything it's actually like it starts to feel really comfortable and, you know, <laughs> I remember coming adapt out to of the it. ocean once and I had icicles hanging off of my my little headset oh uh. like, 
do I look okay? Yeah, <laughs> man, you look rocking. <laughs> but it was, oh, it was a very magical moment. As soon as we started paddling out, man, the snow started floating down. And you're uh, out in the ocean and the waves, and it was just, it was such an inspirational moment. <laughs> you're just like... Uh, and also really cold. This is I'm amazing. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it'd be cool yeah. if you weren't uh, freezing numb. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, don't go. Don't worry. I, I was cold at first, but I I warmed up. Don't worry. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. Oh, that's good. Yeah. All right. Shall we right. close close out our podcast in prayer? Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Do it. All right. Lord, we just come before you and thank you, Father, for this day and this time of discussion, Lord. And we just pray over all of us, Father God, that you would um, remind us, Father God, how to stay on track and not get distracted by things in this world, but to always keep our focus on you. And and also, Lord, as we minister gospel, because all of us are called to minister your word in some way, Lord, that we would not... Um, water things down or change things to fit our current culture, but we would just speak your truth um, in love to people and lift up Jesus. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I love you guys. Um, it's such an honor to be on your podcast. And, you know, hopefully in the future I can come back and discuss major topics <laughs> that are occurring to our lives um, there you it's go. just that a blessing yeah. I thank yeah. you so much yeah, yeah. thanks for thanks being, being on thanks. thanks for coming yeah mm-hmm. Hey, thanks for listening today. Uh, real quick before you uh, get going, just want to give you a little reminder that we are on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn, and YouTube, and then we link to it on our Facebook page. You can look it up on Facebook, 3PKs on a podcast. Uh, there's some type of tagline at, I think it's at 3PKs podcast, but uh, on Facebook, you can check it out, 3PKs on a podcast, um, but you can check it on any of those platforms. And then, of course, if you ever want to send us an email, um, you can send it to us at 3PKS at iBound.org. That's the digit 3PKS at iBound.org, 3PKS at iBound.org. You can send it to there, or uh, you can always comment on Facebook, YouTube, any of those places. If you want to send us something, send someone that you know uh, that way, uh, one of those platforms, if uh, they'd like that one better or they can't have the one that you have, whatever the case is. And, uh, yeah, so thanks once again for listening, and uh, go listen to us next time, I guess. <laughs>